nine. I maybe. don't know. I don't know what's getting released. I'm your host, Braden Tolls. To my left, Cooper Green. And to my left, we got a special guest. We do. Tonight. Named Colton Walson. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much. Just enjoying, enjoying the evening. Fucking what What time even is it? How late are it's we? It's probably the latest. No, it's not. It's not no, the latest podcast we've no, ever done. No, it's not. But we told them eight o'clock and we're two hours late, but we're making it work. Yeah, we are late. <laughs> we'll get into why we're <laughs> fucking late. Nice job, Coop. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, All right. We got to start it off like we always do. What have you guys been up to? Uh, Non-hunting wise. Non-hunting. Non-hunting? Yeah. Well, you've to been be doing? honest, I haven't been doing shit. No yards? I didn't. Probably three this week. Three. Coop, Coop owns his own little mowing gig. So okay. Yeah. You know, in December, it's pretty slow. Sure. There's still leaves. Still leaves, but this whole week, it's been windy as hell, so. Too it's fucking not pretty, cold, too. Not pretty ideal to Dude, it's blow not, some leaves. it's not bad when the wind's not blowing. Like, there was, it was like, I think, no. Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday, it was cold, but the wind wasn't blowing, so I'm like, it ain't bad out here. Dude, yesterday was bad. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. It, it was, was fucking horrible. not good. Next week's gonna be rough. Oh, shit. Is it going to be windy next week, though? I haven't even looked. Have, 15 mile an hour. Have you seen any chances for snow? Uh, we had a chance tonight, and then there's a chance uh, Wednesday. How big a chance? How much? Not. not I, I looked tonight. There's like one Wednesday, and then there's one right before Christmas. Both are saying like less than an inch, so I don't ain't bad. think we're... But I was actually hunting tonight, and I was like on my phone, and all of a sudden I get a notification from the weather app, and it's like... Snow will begin in five minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? See, I got one saying there was a 60% chance on Monday, and I'm like, well, fuck, that's new. Yeah, I don't... It ain't going to be a whole lot. No. But, I mean, the temps, I think late next week, it's like, the high's like nine. Shit, there was a day, I think the high, I think the fucking high was like 11. I'm like, fuck, what's it going to be at 3 a.m. when I'm fucking leaving? Yeah, me and Colton are going to try to do some ice fishing, if it... Depending on how much ice we get. You're taking the new guest ice fishing? I mean, if he wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not glad that our Colton didn't make it, but it would have been a bitch. I would have like, all right, Colton, you're, you, oh, you're, Col- you're Colton, or I don't yeah. fucking know how I would have put it. You can call me Wally. Wally, Wally yeah, yeah, I like that. I like Wally. Yeah, Wally's better. Well, all right, Wally, what have you been up to besides non-hunting, non-hunting? Non-hunting, we've been... Um, Taking the razor out a few times. We're trying to make more trips. To, you know, we go to the dunes quite a bit. So, you know, last year. So we're trying to get some new trails in, make some trips. out of it. Where do you like to take them? Um, the loop is, um, on the, the loops new. Uh, we're going to make a couple trips out to Moab this year. Nice. Um, but my favorite's down in Arkansas, old Mulberry mountain. There area. you go. That's what long. part of Arkansas is that? Um, like central, like basically oh. like an hour and hour and a half Southeast of Fayetteville. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not that far from Fayetteville, but with the roads, it's about an hour and a half. How many yeah. side-by-sides do you have? Uh, Two right now. Fuck. One one for play, one for hunting. Is that close to Hatfield, Arkansas? Yes. Uh, so so we were the, just there this past summer. It's a pretty far drive. Yeah. So it's like all like the hours. Hatfield trails. Where's the place that, ever, like, what's it called? Little Sahara? Yeah. Don't a lot of people That's go Oklahoma, there? Oklahoma, right? Well, that's in Winoka, just south the southwest of Wichita. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But so that's about you making four hours. That's that's a fun place. So what what do you have for the hunting setup? I'm curious. I know I so I've got a um, <clears throat> a Polaris Ranger. It's an old one, mm-hmm. it's like an old 800, and we've got like a rack system for when we go up and shoot prairie dogs. Yeah, and then um, 
got some tires on it for like running through the duck clubs and everything. What's the fun one? The fun one. It's a, I actually just got it to, uh, uh, Razor Pro R, one of the new ones. Is are those the one thousands or? So that's a, it's actually a two thousand. Oh a, fuck it's, a duck. It's a na- uh, naturally aspirated. <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah. So. It's pretty fun. No turbo lag. Is that the one you were ripping when you uh, were running your pup? Yeah. That was, okay. Yeah, I, I saw him like, dude, he's kind of hauling ass. And I'm like, the dog's keeping up. I'm like, but fuck, he's kind of bucking it. Yeah, old Ricky outran me at 24. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bama's old ass could do How old is she? She's three. Just yeah. turned three. Just turned three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bama, Bama turned five July 1st. Okay. Dude, it goes fast, does it not? It does. I he got him five. Yeah. I remember when he was a pup. Oh pit. my dude. We got him. So I got him at three months. I didn't have him at like the puppy puppy stage, sure. but it, he went through like the, their like quote unquote, like head start program, whatever they call it mm-hmm. and got him. And then I only had him for like three months. And then at six months he got, he went to the trainer and he was gone for like five or six months and then mm-hmm. got him back. So I kind of missed some of the puppiness, but even like those three months we had him in fucking pit, dude. My roommates would be like, "Hey, I'm taking the puppy." I'm like, "Whatever, <laughs> fucking take take him wherever the fuck you want to." Sure. Fucking Grant Cooper, you remember that? Took him to fucking the park, or the park, and there's these geese bigger than the fucking dog, and he's just chasing them all over the fucking <laughs> place. He's like, "Yeah, I started getting looked at, so I just grabbed him and left." <laughs> but there used to be a lot of banded birds at the park down there. Like every geese I used to see down there was big. There's a big banding spot. Did you guys do? Uh, did you hunt the strip pits a lot, or did you anything like that? So we hunted strip pits. We never oh, actually. It was funny in college. The first three years, I never hunted Neosho. I only hunted strip pits. Yep. And then we started getting more pressure on the strip pits where we were at. People were doing a lot of shot chasing. Yeah. So then we moved over to Neosho. Once they got that rebuilt, and it's been awesome. Yeah. Do you hunt down there? much where's your main where are you hunting birds at mostly nowadays? um if i'm hunting ducks it's mainly near can get in there with the boat and then uh geese we hunt just yeah we've been trying to branch out a little more like growing up here we used to be like us and two other groups that would goose hunt yeah and now there's last i counted there's about 18 or 19 different groups and i didn't know half of them and so we've been trying to get further out away i got some you know scouting out different properties right just trying to find the birds with less people do you know yeah they smashed them this week yeah, <laughs> yeah you mean, see that fucking hunt they did last year 114 birds my god yeah. talk i don't even was that all geese mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know if he had ducks leaning back there too now he had specks in canada's right behind his house that's fucking cool yeah fucking yeah. that'd be nice fucking those you, boys smash them dude they know what they're doing that's yeah. for sure yeah if you fucking told me to fucking do that i don't think i could you ever I, honestly goose? what you ever killed a goose no, I don't fucking duck hunt very much. I've been trying to get you out. I know. He he's invited me a couple times and there was one weekend I can't we had something going on at Lexi's like the next day. I'm like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> and then the other one we had did one of those upland hunts. Oh yeah, that's that right. I kinda when those guys put hunts on, I'm kinda like obligated to go and like I don't know. It's kind of a they were kind of a hard group <clears throat> to get into with those guys. So I kinda just whenever they put them on, they were like my dog too. So I'm like, Yeah, fuck it, I'll make it. I'll make it work. Yeah. But no, you've been duck hunting this year. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Have you been killing them? Yeah, really? Yeah, we just don't know the spots. <laughs> Dude, we are very novice when it comes to birds. Like, I'll be honest. Like, how do I? I don't know. Honestly, it's just it's we don't do it enough. We also don't really branch out that much. I mean, we've been to Manchester, try to hunt usually shitty. How do you go about getting the? 
Um, a lot of them around here, <clears throat> it's just basically like, as long as you're respectful to the farmers, like that's really what they care about. We hunt a lot of sod. So with us being in the sod farm industry, like all of them, our customers, they hate geese, geese. Terrible. That helps. Yeah. That, that helps. helps. And so as long as you're respectful, stay off the grass with any, anything besides feet. Yeah. They, no, they, that, de- that definitely helps being in that like <laughs> industry, like kind of know you know what I mean? Knowing sure. them and being around them like that. And there's an art to like knocking on doors and I'm not the best at it. Um, just knocking on random doors, but that's mainly like a lot of them. And you get the people that really <clears throat> like the farmers that we, there's some, some farmers around here. They're getting four or five phone calls a day just from people calling to hunt geese. Oh, no it's, doubt. Yeah. And so like when you roll up to your, their house, they're pissed just because they're t- tired of dealing with it. Well, it's, there's so much fucking hunting and guys trying to get into it all up here yep. and it bring you, you come down and you can find fucking birds. Like, so for a lot of our scouts on, um, for geese mainly, cause like I always tell people like, and my buddies kind of give me some shit for it, but like, I like duck hunting, but I'm a goose hunter. Like, and it's kind of ironic that I got a, I'm a goose hunter with a 50 pound lab. So <laughs> I can definitely got a small lab for goose hunting. I don't think we, we've never been goose hunting. Like we've, I've killed some geese duck hunting, but yeah. I've never like but, actually, this might be a stupid question. Are you guys in like layout blinds? And all that, or like, what's your typical setup for? It, it's a field, right? I'm assuming we're hunting fields and ponds. If we can get, if we can get on ponds, and like this time of year, like if we can keep them open, yeah, is the biggest deal. Like if you've got open water right now, in about a week, everything is going to be locked up. Like mm-hmm. if, if you've got open water, you're going to have birds, even if birds weren't like in the area. And so we always try and hunt out of a frames or panel blinds, mm-hmm. and then if we have to, we'll run layouts. Yeah, and like like we will run backboards but the geese are getting so smart now especially around here with the graders that we're hunting like hiding in the spread is really really tough yeah like if we're gonna if we know we're gonna be on backboards like hiding in the spread we're running no less than 20 dozen full bodies oh my god and so that is expensive it is and it's (laughs) it's a son of a bitch to put out are they g are they all ghgs well we, we used to be with ghg and now we're actually picked up by dakota Okay. So we're running all the Full bodies are expensive. Yeah. Are they the ones with the big fat feet? No, that's bu- uh, Bigfoot decoys. Oh, so that, we- that's its own fucking thing. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I, I've seen the ones like, I'm like, is that like a fucking balancing act they got going on there? Like, is that why the feet are so fucking big or like, why are they so fucking goofy looking? I don't know. So that's just the, the stand built in and those... I prefer motion decoys, but I mean, people have been running Bigfoots and one, one nice thing is you can throw them out of a truck at 70 mile an hour, you're not taking paint off a Bigfoot. So like they are tough. Um, but yeah, we run Dakotas, have great luck with them. How, how often are you going through a dozen decoys? Like, okay. At what point are you like, all right, it's time to pick up another dozen or two. These ones are kind of getting worn out. Is it just over like the wear and tear, throwing them in the back of the fucking trailer or. Yeah. So that's mainly what the damage comes from. We should bag them. But when we got 15 dozen decoys, I'm not messing with bagging. Decoys. Fuck those bags. So, we're, so we really, it's about every, and I could get more life out of them, but um, we're not like, we're, I'm not a guide service, so I'm not hunting every day. Right. So we get about six years out of them. That ain't oh, bad. No. That's pretty fucking good, actually. Because, yeah, I mean, by the time they see a scratch on a decoy or, like, the flocking's messed up, you should be killing them anyways. Right. Yeah. If they're that close, they're fucking, they're killable. You guys run silhouettes at all? We used to. Yeah. That, that's Are all those good, what that's you what have? have yeah. yeah. They're just the, pa- the real just thin, thin paper like the real stakes on, on them. Yeah. Uh, my only thing was with those... 
and we killed a lot of birds over silhouette. So I'm not saying like that. They definitely work and everything. My only thing with it was on cloudy days. I noticed when they got real close, right above the decoys, we had about three groups flare. Now they could have been flaring on other things. I don't think they were, but I just think they got right over the top of the decoys and they all disappeared. And so, so and granted, we were only running twenty dozen. No, a lot, a lot of guys <laughs> yeah, running only twenty dozen. And so a lot of guys were running bigger, a lot, a lot bigger spreads with silhouettes. Really? Yeah, because because they're only seeing you always set them up in like a triangle or different shapes so when they're flying they're not seeing the whole spread at once so that like gives them like the most the uh, illusion of motion right gives makes your spread look bigger than what it actually is sure. or the different yeah. dynamics of it is that what you mean yeah so like when they're out front they're seeing one a third of the spread and then when they swing around they can't see the decoys that are pointed to the like right them, so right not seeing all of them at once so you always get the birds always get a different look as they circle around the spread. What do you think the least amount how like least amount of decoys you need to be successful? Uh, if you're on an X, we've killed them over six decoys. Six total. Yeah, like we just we if you can find where the birds are feeding, they're gonna come there whether like regardless or not. Whether or not. Yeah, and so like most of the time. We use the, the sketchier the hide we have, the more decoys we run because we want their eyes away from us. And we always, Makes I never, sense. and I always sideswipe them, which is kind of something What's different. What's that mean? So, so sideswiping is everyone want, typically wants wind at your back. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So I want wind always at my left or right. And my thought process is, is I want the birds not looking at the blinds. So when they're coming in, you just have either a right to left or a left to right spot because they're, when they're coming into the pocket to land, it's not right in your feet. Right, Fuck. right, right in your face. So they're looking. They're looking at decoys. They're not looking at the blinds. Look, a lot more goes into it than what I thought. Honestly, you know what I mean. Like, huh? It's well, interesting. Sometimes I just throw my decoys out there. I'm like, oh, fuck it, <laughs> dude. We <laughs> fuck ducks. Honestly, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, I'd rather deer hunt. Should yeah. we fucking jump into this deer? You guys want to keep doing birds? It's up to you guys. Let's jump into deer. Let's do it. What I'm happened? Sure. What happened tonight? <laughs> Fuck. Well, I shot a deer. You did we can do that. Confirm that, I guess. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I was gonna tell you that story on the pod since I never told you, but yeah, go ahead. That's your. So I'm sitting there in the blind. We'll see where our guest is. Cold to say as about shit. Yeah. Keep in mind, I've only hunted like 20 times in my life, probably. Maybe more. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. But yeah, I'm sitting there. I've seen deer all night. Does. Some bucks were coming to the corn, small bucks. And, you know, in a blind, it's, it gets really dark quick. And I don't have the light, whatever that's called, that shines on your pins. Pins, lights so up. That doesn't blind. help either. So I'm sitting there. There's a small buck on the corn. I'm pretty much already about to call it. I'm like, it's getting dark, whatever. There's probably 15 minutes left and get out of here. I was like, I'll wait for this buck to get off the corn, go into the tree line and... Once he's in the tree line, I'll sneak out of here. Well, I'm p- putting shit in my bag. Put my uh, quiver back on my bow. About to get up, and I like, you know that property, I don't want to say his name, but the, there's a property behind us where the blind used to mm-hmm. be. There's a fence line. And I like turn to grab my bow, and right as I turn, I'm like, oh shit, there's a buck right there. I'm like, I fucking can't get out yet. I mean, gotta wait. I couldn't tell how big he was, but I was like, eh, it kind of looks big. So I was like, fuck it. Knock an arrow back could, in. Could you make anything out, like, 
mainframe eight was he fuck ten? Like, I, I'll say this: more- he, was a, he was in at least an eight. He could have been a ten, no bigger than a ten, though. Okay, but I mean, he wasn't a huge. I've also never shot a deer, so I mean, and so I was like, all right, whatever. I'm just gonna. I was like, he's for sure going to hop, because they always do. I was like, he's for sure going to hop this fence and come to the corn pile. So I was like, all right, I'm going to knock an arrow, get my release back on. And I'm like, kind of looking around the left. I'm like, is he coming yet? Kind of leaning forward. And then I finally (laughs) barely see him. I'm like, all right. And then he kind of comes more. I'm like, damn, I've never seen this buck here before. So I was like, looks pretty big. Might fucking just, might as well just sling an arrow at him. Fuck around. He's going to get lit up. So I was like, all right draw back and I'm probably drawn back for 30 seconds. I'm like, have my lane. I'm like, once he gets here, I'm just going to stop him and let one fly. And he coming right to the corn. Didn't even let him get to the corn yet. And I was just like, Mep. And he just puts his head, not looking at me, just puts it straight up, let one fly. And I was like, Oh shit. Then then from there it gets a little blurry. Oh dude, that whole it was so quick. Like once he said once I said MEP, it was like half a second after I released the arrow. Sure. I probably could have waited another second or two, but it, I was like I was like, I'm getting so nervous right now, I don't wanna <laughs> fuck up the shot. I'm just gonna do it quick. And then I'm just sitting there, I'm like, Did I just shoot my first deer? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, All right, he ran to that tree line that we were searching over there and I was like I'm gonna give it like five minutes and I'm just gonna go look at my arrow to make sure I even shot this deer. I would have waited longer than that. I probably should have waited longer, but I was like, dude, it was killing me. I was like, I, I either completely missed or I hit him. <laughs> so I go <laughs> out there. It, it rem- <laughs> dude, it just brings me back to my first fucking boat. I killer. go out there and I'm like looking for the arrow. I'm like, I don't fucking see it because I don't have the Luminox on there. So I'm like, where the f-? Oh, I was like, and then I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, the whole arrow's bloody. So I. I mean, I fucking hit, hit him something. somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so I called Colton. I'm like, um, I just shot a deer. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, no. Yeah, I did. Like, this whole arrow's bloody. Yeah, motherfucker. I heard from Colton. Colton's text me. He's like, I'm like, hey, like, because I, I told you I was up in the city till like seven and we we're bouncing out of there planning on being here at eight. And Colton's like, yeah, I'm at a birthday party, but I plan on tracking Coop's deer before the podcast. I'm like, Excuse me? What'd you fucking say? <laughs> Cooper shot a fucking deer? I was going to call you too, but when I called Colton, my phone was on 2%. I fucking see where I stand. And Second dude, So call. usually I, ha- I have a tripod in that blind, so I'm like recording with my phone just to like, in case I do shoot one, you can see where it was. Wait, but is this I- on film? No, dude, because I was like, fuck, dude, my phone's on 10%. And I was like, let's just put it up. And I was literally about to leave, so yeah. I didn't have my phone up, and I was like, okay, I'm not putting it back up, because when I looked, it's like 3%. I'm like, and it's fucking... Dude, it was like five minutes before. Yeah, because I think five thirty was the cutoff tonight. You you hunt out of blinds a lot too, right? I don't hunt out of them very much, so you might kind of understand that more. Like it gets darker quick, and Dude, I'm it's sure like, it's I'm sure it's, it's true. It's like sunset. It's pretty dark in that like, blind. Like seeing your pins is really rough, and like I mainly hunt out of tree stands, but this was the first year we switched over to blinds. Uh-huh. And I shoot a longbow, or like I shoot a compound, but it is a long axle to axle. What is the axle to axle? 33 and a quarter. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, that's 33. I think mine's like 29. Yeah. That would be nice for a ground blind. And so, but yeah, like I know what you're saying. Like, um, I don't have the lights on it either. And like, there's been a couple nights where like I could have shot a doe or could have shot a deer. And I was like, I can't see my pins. So it does get dark real quick yeah. in them blinds. Are you shooting a uh, single pin or yeah, a? I'm shooting a slider. Okay. Yeah. So I'm running a slider. Um, but yeah, so seeing seeing is pretty rough, and then blinds. But oh I, yeah, I, I like tree stands. 
Yeah, I'll usually get out of the blind like 10 to 15 minutes before actual See, shooting time. I, that, as long you, as every, no deer there. Every time you say that, it makes me like cringe because I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that? I'm like, dude, I'll sit there till... I would if I was in a stand, but like, yeah, like, I, 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 just, I just don't hunt out of them enough. I can't you know what I mean? see. So. I don't have the experience in them. Like, that's, I, that's like when that deer came in at night, I was like, dude, should I even shoot this? I'm like, dude, he's right here. It's like probably what we say, 20 yards. I'm it's like, also fucking what? November, not November, December, December 16th. Like I think it's 16th. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Let's just send it. <laughs> yeah. You're cutting it close on your time. Sure. But yeah, I mean, we went and tracked tonight. I don't you know better than me. I don't know if that was good blood or not. There wasn't much blood. What color uh, was it? I mean, I guess it bright red. It, yeah, it was pretty... I'd say more dark red than bright red. Mm. But, like, from where... Because he didn't take anything with him, so he went and checked his arrow. He left his arrow. Left my bow in the blind. We found some hair where he got shot, and we found a little bit of blood. blood. And at that point, we're like, we're looking all over. And we're like, what the fuck? So then at that point, we're like, all right, which way did he fucking go? He's like, he went straight this way. Well, that was fucking wrong because I'm like looking. It wasn't wrong. It was pretty (laughs) fucking wrong because I'm here and you guys are like a hundred yards that way. And I'm just like, Trying to find blood on anything. Like, there's there's a fence. You know, we got permission on both sides to fucking look and whatnot. And I start finding some hair, like, on the fence, on the barbed wire fence. I'm like, it could be his. It could also just be any other fucking deer that was True. through there. And at, like, that point, Colton's like, I found blood. I'm like, fuck, okay. And how far away was that? 150 yards? Yeah, it was pretty far. And I'm, I'm sure, like, don't get me wrong. The light you had, Shit. no fence... <laughs> Sucked. It was also on, like, the lowest battery. Well, Colton has, like, that... I don't know what the fuck kind of light it was, but it was pretty bright compared to what I was using. This is pointless. So, anywho, Colton finally found some blood, and I fucking hustle over there, and we kept, we kept going. A few more trickles. Like, we, we found, what, three or four decent blood spots. Like, you know, a good bunch. And it was it was pretty dark, I'd say. And... No bubbles in it, nothing like that. But at last blood, so we got through like that first, like the tree line, kind of went through it on the other side. It opens up to another field. And the last fucking blood we have is this spot, like yay big. Mm. F- looks vital, look, looks like vitals. You know what I mean? I'm like, True. it's that. I don't think you're getting that blood from a fucking like muscle fucking shot. Mm-hmm. And dude, we looked fucking everywhere from there. And like like I'm saying, our lights were fucking dying. They weren't not the greatest conditions, but we couldn't find shit after that. And I don't know. We're gonna go back tomorrow. Yeah, it was right on the edge of that field. Well, and also I'm looking at it too, like, what are your thoughts on this? So right on the edge of this field, if he goes right. He's going back into all this thick shit. Mm. If he goes straight, he's got like another 80 to 100 yards, and then he hits timber again, like another tree line. Mm. And then to the left, it's thick as fuck, too. Me, I feel like I don't think they're going to go back into this thick shit. You know, like. Yeah, I would say depending on how hard he's hit, 
like I've, I've seen deer we found them in creek beds like you know in roots on the. that's what i yeah i've seen them underneath stuff like when they're just trying to hide so you know he might have he might have turned and so he very well could have and like i just from my past experiences i've never had them like go back or like back into i've i feel like they always try i don't know take the least like path of resistance maybe is a way to put it yeah but i'm sure like once again fucking that's just me with my experiences i'm sure they're fucking do all sorts of loops and backs and up whatever Mm -hmm. but i don't know we just kind of figured the lights were dying fucking both flashlights were blinking we're like we'll just come back with daylight and go from there sure now was he quarter to you broad broadside (laughs) or who knows no, who was. knows? <laughs> no, who fucking knows? Because Coop's like it went this way, and I'm here, and they're a fucking a hundred yards that Dude, way. He was he was straight facing like completely sideways mm-hmm. to me. Okay, but kind of like I said too, like if, where, where I told Colton, I was like, where I aim for, he's like, that would be a perfect shot. Now, did I hit that? I don't know. I don't know. That's like well, when you text me, and I I sent the text you sent me to him, and I'm like, this is what he told me. He goes, I think it was good. <laughs> It happened so fast, and it got dark so fast. I'm like, dude, that is not the formula you get for good. I'm like, I don't know, but I'm going with it. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, I'm not discouraged about it because the last blood we found, like, I'm like, dude, surely there's something following this. Like, if it was, like, just a dick trickle or a drop or two, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, like, you know what I mean? I'd get bored. But it's like... Dude, something's, we got to be missing something. We just not in the right conditions with our lights and what we had. Because I came straight from the fucking city, too. I didn't get to come here, grab any lights no. or nothing. What was the spacing on the blood? <laughs> uh, Well, from where they found it, where they, after we kind of did a little bit of a grid search and found it. True. Four or five feet, maybe That's six. Good. That is good. What do you, what do you get from that? Well, the reason I was saying that is because I'm guessing he bled internal. And then, because, you know, they got to bleed inside before they go out. Yep. And then, so if you're finding it every four foot. I'm guessing, fill up, so to speak. Yeah, they'll fill up and they'll start spilling out more. Um, and it, I don't think he was moving fast. So he's probably hurting pretty good. And that's kind of what we thought, too. Like, maybe he stopped. Maybe. But like, is, it, is it not? Because I've never really tracked that many days. Is it not weird that from where I shot it, I mean, there was pin dots of blood and then I mean, 200 fucking yards later there's blood i feel like unless you rip like an artery right off the shot or i don't think you're you're not just gonna i don't know but i have seen those videos too of guys shooting a deer and like as soon as it fucking kicks like dude it is spraying yeah but i've also seen it where they don't and like i said the conditions with, you know, it's just harder at night, too. It ain't like yeah. you have fucking broad daylight to work with it. Sure. But. But you also said on Bryce's deer, there was like no blood, right? Dude, Bryce's deer, me finding that thing was pure fucking luck. Wasn't that a shitty shot, too? Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a little back and high, and it was a steep angle, too. And at that point, literally when I found the deer, I'm like, all right, if I was this fucking deer... Which way would I go? What would I do? And I, I, I literally like moseyed off like 40, 50 yards and look over and just found this fucking deer. But no, back to your situation. I'm still optimistic about it. I'm not like, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel. Well, it sounded like the blood is picking up. 
Like if it was going, you know, 200 yards with nothing, maybe it took him that long to fill up. And then, Very well. Then he started slowing down. Yep. Every four foot, five foot. So. And we'll just, yeah, once we get back there with good daylight, we'll just kind of have to, you know what I mean, try to pick something up from that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I ain't no fucking professional when it comes to tracking deer. No, better than this me. This or that. But I don't know. Fucking we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You had a hell of a season. Yeah. It was a really nice season. It actually fucking started in September, I do believe. Yeah, October. Whatever. Fuck it. You know <laughs> what I mean. September, October. Yeah. So October. So um, we can get into it first. Uh, Dad and I went elk hunting. Uh, took him. He wanted to go. So his knees and back are kind of failing on him. And he wanted to get out there and experience it. But, you know, obviously being, you know, almost 60 right bad knees bad back and so we went to a, a ranch out in idaho and it was uh 15, acres dude idaho's <laughs> bad at, idaho is bad ass. it's cool so it was it that mountain fights back up in idaho so like colorado seems like every time we've been out there it's steep but there there's some breaks yeah in idaho everything is straight up straight down yep and so it it seemed like you know we'd cross two peaks to get a half mile but we, yeah, it we, sucks, don't it? It does. And so we both shot bulls up there. Um, got to see my dad shoot his first one. That was that was pretty cool. And how how many was that? Your dad's first time out. That was his first, very first. So my dad like he likes going hunting, but it's more like we just like going together. Yeah. And so he's not like he didn't know if he'd be real into it, but he wanted to try it. Yeah. He, he had a blast. And is this bow hunting? No, we were rifle hunting. Rifle hunting. So he's he's not a big bow hunter. So we we took our rifles. Nothing wrong with that. No. I've said that before. Fucking dude, whatever makes you happy, fucking do it. Yeah. So on mine, we watched it. Like we got up on a vantage point, kind of saw the bull that like I was looking for, and then he was on a side a side hill and talking about how steep Idaho is. The it was uh, the guide goes, you shoot him now, and he's going to turn into a seven hundred pound pinball. All the way to the bottom. He goes, he's going to fall off this cliff. Fuck. And so he's like, he might not have antlers on when he gets to the bottom. And so we we watched him feed for about three hours across this cliff face. Damn. Holy shit. Yeah. How, how far are you so at this point? So at that point, I was about 400 yards away. And I had a solid rest. Like, I do a lot of long-range shooting. So, like, I was Fuck. I was dialed in for that shot. That's a poke. Yeah. So, like, I was that whole time, like, we were watching him. I was like, we we're hoping he was, there's a little bit of a ledge and I was going to try and like break him down in his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So like to try and drop him. So I was like, well, if he gets to this ledge, if I bust him down, he's going to you know stop right there. Right. So the whole time I'm like shifting rocks around real, yeah. like real trying to be quiet, but like shifting rocks around and get my bag set up. And I finally got a nice rest. Well, then he turns around, does a complete 180 and goes down the hill. And so we had to make kind of a, as soon as we let him get about 10 seconds over the hill and then we'd made a mad dash to the edge. Do you think that happened because of your guys' presence? So I think he winded us. I do too. Yeah. So can anyone just go do that or do you have to draw, didn't you have to like draw a tag for your. See, I actually want to ask you that too. Kind of that you bring that up. So you said it was at a ranch. Do you have to draw the tag prior, or is it an over-the-counter tag, or how how's that work? Do they take care of all that shit for you? Yeah, they take care of all of it for you. So since it is fenced, since oh, it's fifteen thousand acres under one fence, right? It's there's it's not like an Idaho tag. So you just you just go there, you buy like what's called like basically their tag, and so so like yeah, so you don't have to draw or anything if, like that. If I can ask, what's a, what's a tag like that? 
typically any, run. They start out at six grand and they go up from there. Like you can go, they, you basically you're paying for the size of a bull. That's not fucking horrible. No, in the grand scheme of things. And I was worried that it'd be like, like some of the high fence deer you're seeing, where it's, oh, fuck. where it's, you know, you're shooting, feels like you're shooting cattle out of a field. Yep. And it had, uh, that was what I was really worried about. And the, what we learned real quick is they're not afraid of the four wheeler, but as soon as you get off of the four wheeler, that's when it, the game's on. Yeah. Like we chase mine for five, six hours probably. And then my dad's same thing the next day. How, uh, how tall are these fences? I'm just curious. They're eight foot. Okay. So, so yeah, so it was 15,000 acres under one fence. Um, and it, it, it was just, as huge, even, it was as wild as they could have made it. Like, it, right. Even then, like, even if you got guys, you fucking talk shit like, oh, it's a high fence. It's this, that it's like, dude, it's still not just, you can't just fucking walk up and pet the fucking thing. No. Like it's still a hunt. Now don't get me wrong. It ain't no fucking, it's not like you're in the back country and fucking wherever chasing miles after miles. Like, it, no. yes, it's different, but then again, it's not like, it's still a but fucking still, elk. Like, it, yeah, it's still an elk hunt. Like even a high fence on f- like fifteen thousand acres. That's a lot. Dude, of land. that is a lot yeah. of ground to cover. So, and it was cool because the way the ground was set up and everything. And I've been elk hunting in a public land, Colorado, and all this and stuff. And it, I'm not com- comparing this at all. Like it's not the same. I'm not saying like right. We but it was cool because at both times when we most of the I think really leaving the lodge in the morning and coming back was the only time we saw the fence. Really? So that, yeah. So that made it pretty like, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And like, you can call it a, an illusion or whatever. Right. Like it, it made it, it made it worth it. Just, you know, it was fun. Like I, I will say it's fun. It's different experience, but it was fun. And also the, well, what I also think is fucking cool is like how your dad was like, wanted to fucking try it. Like wanted to do it. Like, like you said, fucking get, just getting older. You know what I yeah. mean? Too. Like, you you ain't gonna be fucking twenty five for fucking ever. You ain't gonna yeah. fucking be able to do. You know what I mean. And I I just think it's fucking cool that you guys went out there and both fucking killed bulls. Yeah. So it was cool on like mine. He basically we made that mad dash to the edge. I got set up and he got to two hundred and fifty yards straight below me. And it was funny. The first time I've ever shot. What or, time was it? Uh, average. I don't need exact. Midday, probably okay. right before lunch. Okay. And so I got him. So I set up about 250 yards. Thermal's going up. Yeah. Okay. And so, so he's coming down to the bottom, but getting ready to go back into the black timber. And I had to check my toes to make sure they're out of the way of the rifle barrel because I was sitting on the hill <laughs> and I was shooting between my feet. I was shooting straight down. Holy shit. Yeah. And, and so got on him. And as soon as he was in the clearing, shot him. And I, I've never seen this like, you know, obviously when you shoot one with a bow, they take off, like run like crazy, but I shot him and he barely flinched. And I was like, I know I didn't miss. And I was like, I heard the bullet hit him. I run a suppressed rifle. Yeah. It's heard the bullet hit. And then <clears throat> I racked another one in. By the time I got back on him, he took four steps and fell over backwards. No shit. Yeah. So I've always wondered this when you elk hunt, how in the fuck do you get those out of there? <laughs> so, so this one, that's another thing that made it nice on this deal. <laughs> we, since he was in a valley, he was like 50 yards from a road. That helps. So, yeah. Yeah. That fuck. Did you guys fucking get a pull him out hole? What's that? Yeah. We got a pull. Oh, out that's hole. fucking perfect. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was awesome. But you like, 
now you can't now, throw hang that on. in the bed of a truck, can you? No, it's go. It was on a trailer. No, we got him in the bed of a pickup. You did? Well, he was. <laughs> shit. What we, the fuck? We had him folded up. A couple oh of, like, okay, those, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys knew what they were doing. Oh man, no, no, they they got it fucking worked out. And once again, dude, like. Me personally, like I said, I'm not gonna talk shit either fucking way. Sure. Whatever fucking hunters, man. I, it, yeah. If it gets your blood fucking pumping, if it gets you going, dude, go fucking do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and the fact that he died that close to a road, more fucking power to you. Yeah, like that's awesome. <laughs> that's now, clutch. now, kind of like the answer to your question, if it is like a backpack hunt. It's going to get fucking shitty pretty yeah. quick. Like, it's a good suck, but it still sucks a lot packing that shit out. Yeah, we've had a two-day pack out in Gunnison, Colorado before. See, that was long. I'm just thinking, like, dude, you that is a lot of animal Yeah, on a fucking elk. Yeah. Like, a muley, I feel like it's more manageable, especially if you got, like, a buddy with you, too. You can sure. make... I don't know exactly. I don't know if you could make it out in fucking one trip with two guys. I don't know. I bet you could. It'd be, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it still suck, yeah. but you could do it. But an elk, dude, that is a lot of fucking suck. So when we had, a, when we shot, we didn't even shoot a big one out in um, Gunnison. This would have been senior year in college, 20, 20, 2017. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, when we got ours, it was three guys and we had to make, uh, Two guys made two two trips, and then the guy that was skinning made uh, one trip. Nice. And we got the bull out. Yeah. So. But it, he wasn't anything big, so I'm sure you shoot a big 300-inch bull. Like, that's a couple trips. One yeah. It's great. So this might be a dumb question, but does every, like, female elk, do they have horns, too? No. No? No. No, so you'll get some spike bulls, but, like, but, yeah, cow, cow elk always Just have bulls. cow elk. Just like a doe. Just bigger. Mm. I don't know if I've ever seen one of them. No, you probably haven't. You're, you're in the wrong state for that. So, did you kill before your dad? Yes. All right. Walk me through your dad's hunt, too, because I want to hear this, too. So, my dad's hunt was actually a lot cooler than mine. Um, so, we'd been seeing... Actually, cutting you off, what rifle were you shooting? I was shooting a 6.5 PRC, not a Creedmoor PRC, which is basically a modern 270. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same, same, essentially same. The elk's going to feel the same after 275 PRC. What's your dad shooting? 300 Win Mag. Yeah. He shoots the Lord's caliber. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but That's they're, great. they're both hand loads. I hand loaded both for him and yeah. for, for me. And is actually the gun that I got him for, for Christmas last year. Oh, so was this on the same day? No. So we saw. After we got taken, my bull taken care of, we went back out and saw, like, tried to find his bull. Like, they knew um, my dad was real, like, he said if he could, he wanted, he didn't care what size, what the bull was. He just wanted really dark horns or dark racked. Yeah. Really, because mine is, mine is pretty white racked. Right. And he's like, I want a really dark bull. And so we were like, we went, they knew of one that they saw that was, that, you know, he'd be interested in. Right. Real dark. We couldn't couldn't really find him, but we knew what kind of canyon, what you know, basically what canyon he was in. Right. And then we, <clears throat> the next morning, we went back out, got on a ridge top, and just sat there with the the glass and started glassing hillsides. And whenever, so we saw him, and he was actually coming towards us. So hang on, I I should have probably asked this from the beginning. When you guys got out there, how many days in was it that you killed? So I shot mine day two. 
Day two. And then, so is this with your dad day three? Yeah. Dad, okay. This, All right. This I, is just, day three. I just wanted to get that fucking cleared up. Yeah. Day three on a uh, four day hunt. Okay. Okay. And so he's actually coming towards us at about 600 yards. And so me shooting long range, I was like, well, let's just take him. Let's just take him now. So I'll, is that a, that that's an option? Yeah. Like what's the, what's the f- most comfortable you feel like? What's the furthest you would shoot feeling comfortable? So live animal on a live animal. If every, if there's no wind and I got a good rest, I'll take a 600 shot yard shot all day. Fuck a duck. But that's a big caveat with no wind. And yeah, those are a lot of factors. Yep. A lot that plays into that, which at 9,000 foot and Idaho, there's, we, we, you got about an hour each day with no wind. Yep. Yeah, if that on even yeah. even then if that <clears throat> yeah. So then so he was coming at us and like and then he just never would stop and I was like so I had my dad's scope dialed for 602 and I was like okay, we're going to get him. I said let's let him come, let's see what he does. So we're on a ridge top and there's a valley in between us and then there's a little knoll like exactly like you see in the picture books where you think elk are going to come, come up. And so like I ranged it, had it at it was like 250. So I had him got his scope dialed. He was all settled in, um, ready to go. And he doesn't shoot long range a whole lot, but I was talking him through it. And I said, just think, you know, this is just a normal shot. Don't, you know, hold over for anything. Just hold straight on. Well, we, so he's coming up this valley and he's headed straight for the ridge where I aimed. I think it's just going to happen. Perfect. Well, then we don't see him for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he, he must've turned. And we started smelling like is. is you, I don't know if on that mule, mule deer hunt, if you s- smell bull elk when they're rutting, and they smell like you a hog smell. barn. Yeah, they smell like a hog barn. Yeah. So, so then we, I smelled that real quick, and I was like, "He's got to be right on us." And so we turned and looked out of the corner, corner of my eye. He turned left when we thought he was going to go straight, and thought he was going to go straight, and comes right up. He's eighty-two yards from us, and so he's eighty-two yards, and we thought he was going to be at two fifty just right in our lap he's that close yeah and so and it was that that made the hunt i got it on video like seeing my dad with a 400 inch bull at 80 yards like it just it was awesome what did uh what did your what did yours tape out at if if they scored it for uh, you 397 so my, my dad got me by five inches his went 402 <laughs> well deserved too yeah, oh yeah oh yeah I, would, right. I wasn't mad about that. So you went from thinking this bull was 250 yeah, to fucking... Right in our lap. Holy shit. So what's like a big elk then? Three... I'd say... Anything over three is huge. Yeah, honestly, when you get... Three's big. When you getting close to 350, um, it's a fucking... It's big. That's, that's a, a really... That's a fucking tank. Coop, can you hand me one of those? No, they're, I think they're both that's, mine. Uh, whatever. I, just honestly leave one there. He'll probably need it before I do. Because I, I still got... The, no, I'm good, actually. Leave it there. Because I, I was watching him, and I'm like, fuck, he ain't taking a drink in a minute. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't think he knows that we can just fucking get up, and I can mute this shit, and we can do whatever. Take a piss. And I text Lex, and I'm like... Babe, I need. To, I'm like, can you bring Colton a beer? I'm like, actually, could you just grab three? Oh, you texted her. <laughs> yeah, that? yeah. I thought she just. I was no. Like, Damn. no. I guess it's an opinion, but in your opinion, what's like a big whitetail in Kansas? In my opinion, not you, not big, but like what I would shoot. Well, okay. Let me just ask this: Is one thirty big? Okay, I've so I've I've had this conversation with him. In my opinion, which means absolutely nothing. A hundred and thirty inch buck is a good buck. 
me personally, I probably wouldn't take that shot. If it's 140s and up, I'm probably taking that shot. You know what I mean? For, like for, first deer though, 130. Oh, first oh, easy, see, easy. I've I've had this. I've told these guys this off the mics, but the guys I kind of who got me into whitetails, I did. These guys have been doing it for years, and they were killing big fucking deer. Sure, and <clears throat> I I'm just that kind of guy where I'm like. Well, I don't want to fucking kill something smaller than that. And yeah. they're, they pretty much were killing 40s and up yep. is pretty much how it was for the main guy who got me into it, Jordan, obviously, you yeah. know. And I'm like, well, I want to fucking be like that. And I ate tags till I actually kind of started getting it figured out. I ate a tag three or four fucking years. I can't remember. And then finally, like that first deer I killed, like I said, mid 150s. Yeah. Like fucking, that's he, a big he, ass yeah, dude. no, he's a fucking giant for sure. Yeah. But I regret doing that because it's like I said, it's almost like I almost made it a big dick contest, but not really. Like I wasn't like trying to kill bigger deer than them. I was just like, I want to be on that level, and I just wasn't there. So like with you, like, dude, mother, if you would have shot a fucking fork buck tonight i would have been on cloud nine you know so, what i mean you know that deer i showed you where i could have killed him like 10 times right would you have sh- you think you would have shot that deer for your first deer 100 no. percent. i haven't even seen the deer and i would have <laughs> shot him for my first that's what he's saying like remember when drew came on the podcast and i loved it because you asked him you're like well, this one once again he ain't even seen it 100 percent, and i'm the same okay. way i mean it, if it's i could not go a big back deer, but be, no but that's the thing. I missed out on so many like memories and good times and fun and just that that deer camp fucking feeling with your friends. Like I missed out on that. And it wasn't till years in that I finally got a feel that I'm like, damn, dude. And I passed. And it's not like I wasn't seeing deer. I was seeing deer. I'd show my buddies deer and they're like, You passed that deer? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, like why? I'm like, I don't know. It ain't as big as yours. Or like, so? Yeah, so I regret it just so much. You That's, know what I mean? Like, anything you fucking kill, dude, I would probably be more ecstatic than you. Like, what? Yeah. What? What? What was your first deer? Uh, mine was I don't. I've never scored him. He was a basket rack nine, and it was I was so my basket rack nine would be my first buck. I've never shot a deer close to that that I was that happy for. I've never been that happy just shooting this little spindly basket rack now. Dude, exactly. Like, yes. See, that, the, the only thing is, like, I, I kind of wanted to kill this deer, but the other Colton that's not here gave me permission on this property. It's not even his property. Colton one, has, Colton 2, got it. He had permission <laughs> here. When he was on the pile, I'm like, I'm not even going to risk that. But and then I showed him the picture. He's like, you should have killed that. And I was like, dude, I didn't know if you'd be mad because, like, you have permission here. I didn't know if you want him to grow. And he said, dude, shoot whatever you want. Well, like, sure. for sure. Like, he, see, he also fucking gets it because, okay, so the deer he shot this year, fucking giant. Oh, but huge. Colton's kind of in the same boat as me. Yes and no. Like, we both haven't killed a lot of fucking deer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've each killed probably like three or four, probably. I think so. I think that was Colton's sec. Okay, Colton, like, he, he shot with a rifle. First, that was first buck since senior year of high right. school. Right. He's killed two with a bow. And 
I we both just I think we both just fucking get it, and so do, so does fucking Colton fucking three point out here, or whatever the fuck we're calling him, <laughs> Wally. Yeah, Wally gets it. Like you, <clears throat> you don't want to fucking miss out on those early years because, no. dude, there's just so much. Like like if you would have shot a doe tonight. Like when you told me, when I, I thought, thought about it. There was a dough on the pile tonight. And when, I'm like, man, when you shot one tonight, I'm at this Christmas party. I'm like, almost hit Lexi. I'm like, Lexi, we got to go. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Cooper shot a deer. She's like, oh, fucking course he did. Like, perfect <laughs> timing. She's like, God damn it. But like, dude, you just, you don't want to miss out on that shit. So honestly, right now and even next year, this whole fucking score thing, I would <clears> throw it out the window. Would you not? I would. I still, so my biggest deer was 10, 15 years later, I had him scored. I mean, I, I don't care about score. Yeah, I he's just, got a deer that just got fucking done, and it's been killed for years and years and years, and he just fucking, he, he just didn't give a fuck about the score. Yeah. It's not about the fucking score, and no. a lot of guys do make it about that, and don't get me wrong, I'm guilty. I do. And... For me, like it's hard going from killing a fifties to a fifties, yeah, to a fifties, and like going down. But like you're not, I've said it before, you're not always going to go up. Like, yeah, it's not always about the fucking score. Dude. I've also passed on many bucks at this property, but do you look at them and it's like, okay, like they're tiny, like let them grow a, a little bit at least. Like, and that makes sense because like my my whole thing about it is don't take away from the animal. Right. Yeah. Only shoot something that you're going to be happy with. Now, the thing that really gets me and it kind of pisses me off when you see those posts, people say, well, he's not the biggest deer, but I was running out of time. Or he's not the biggest deer, but he'll fill the freezer. Don't take away from that buck. You shot him. You're yeah, be happy with him. Fucking yeah. own it. Yep. You know what I mean? And <laughs> what you're saying is it, it it's so fucking true. And I feel like in most cases, it's guys who... Wanted to kill a quote-unquote big deer, either whatever. They thought it was bigger than it actually was, sure. or they got it mixed up with another, whatever their fucking story is. I don't care. And they, like you're saying, take away from it. They don't give the deer its fucking, I don't know, due diligence. Like, it's fucking respect. You know what I mean? Like, dude, fucking own that shit. If you killed it, and honestly, if it's a bow kill, I think it's badass. Yeah. Like I, dude, I'm more jacked for the guy that shoots a hundred inch fucking deer with a bow than the guy who kills a fucking two hundred with a rifle. Yeah, honestly, dude, it's, it's crazy because like, like, I and said, not not taking away from <clears throat> rifle guys either. I'm true. not like talking shit. I'm just saying it is something else with a bow. Yeah, it's tougher. It is tougher. It is. So yeah, like I've been more hunting birds and and you guys are like you need to go out and deer hunt this year. I was like, all right. Cool, in episode one, in episode one, you said fuck that. Maybe next year, and look <laughs> at you now. But dude, I didn't understand the feeling. Like the buck I just showed you, that was on that corn pile for like ten minutes. I was shaking my ass off. Yeah, it happens, dude. dude. I was in the blind. Literally, <clears throat> I was like, I'm about to have a heart attack right now. Like literally, I'd almost rather it happen fast because whenever it happens, would. It happens fast. Like I don't get sh the shakes. Whenever I get to see him coming across the food yeah. plot, coming across the food plot for thirty minutes or even five minutes, yep, I start shaking. That that's when I start that, shaking. That, like tonight, I was like, I'm I'm making this happen fast because I don't even want to think about yep. it. Less time for stuff you, to go. You wrong. also, 
Oh yeah. Dude, like I after I shot tonight, I was like, I pulled that release way too fast. What? Dude, dude, it was literally like map poop. Dude, even then, like, but I didn't want to be like map and then like. I think I'm on it, shaking my ass off. And then no, I know what you mean. After I shot it tonight, I was not even shaking that bad. Like the time, like last week when those two deer came in, I was just like this. But after I shot it, I was like, I'm not even gonna get jacked because I don't even know if I fucking hit the deer. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. So how are you? Are you? Do you get more nervous before? Unless I see him drop in sight, which, knock on wood, I've been lucky. Um, Mo, I would say the majority of my bow kills have dropped in sight. Um, but yeah, if they don't, then I start. Then I, anything that could have gone wrong, yep, did is what in my mind. I was just kind of kicking myself because, like, the whole time I had my phone on a tripod like that we have over there, and I didn't because I was like, I was about to leave. Phone's about to die. I'm like, my like, God, oh, it's not on the tripod, but I'm still shooting. But like, I wanted to go back and look at the footage, but. I don't know. There's bow hunting. You got to have, in my opinion, like I know people do it. Obviously it's good on them, but for me, there's enough stuff that can go wrong on bow hunting. I just, I don't want to add one more thing that I've got to mess with. It's different if someone else is with you, but self filming is hard. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's my, my whole setup is trying to get the least amount of stuff that can go wrong. I mean, if I like, if I have any sort yep. of doubt in my mind that something's going to mess up. Yep. I, I don't use it. Yep. No, 100%. I'm the same way. Which is funny because I shoot mechanicals. <laughs> yeah, so in my setup's a little different. So I am running. I got long arrows. I'm running 30-inch arrows. And so um, and I'm at like 510 with 200 grains up front. Damn. So I've got yeah. right at about 16% FOC. That so. fucking, that fucker's ripping. Yeah, and, and my I'm shooting speed, a pseudo speed bow at 75 pounds and... 29 half inch. What bow are you shooting against? The PSE Carbon Levitate. That's right. That's right. And I've got a Matthews V3X uh, 29.2. And the PSE actually, I'm going to get a lot of hate on this, but the PSE actually gets pulled out of the safe a lot. Hey, I got a question. What? Can I take a piss? Coop. What's up? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, why'd you say fuck Matthews? Did... So before that muley hunt we did in Colorado, I was shooting a uh, a Bowtech, and my brother's actually shooting now because they got they got a lifetime warranty on them, great, but a uh, a limb fucking split, and they couldn't get one in for like eight months. I'm like, well, that ain't gonna fucking work. True. So went up and shot a handful of different bows, and ended up shooting that one the fucking best. But I shot the Matthews dude, and it does not fucking feel right in my hand. Like it, it is the most awkward fucking thing. I, I say fuck Matthews, but like nothing against Matthews, nothing against fucking PSE, nothing against Bowtech. Like that's the fucking bow I hey. shot the best, felt most comfortable with. So I'm like, yeah. that's what I'm gonna fucking I shoot. shoot a Matthews. You shoot a mission. <laughs> they still make it, I guess. Yeah, I shoot a diamond. What's up? <laughs> fuck. Pretty much. Oh god, what's Hoyt's? Does Hoyt have a knockoff? Have a knockoff. I don't think they do. Is it just those two? PSE doesn't have a knockoff, do they? No, some people would say PSE is a knockoff. <laughs> Fuck them, <laughs> shoot a Does Bear? No. They don't have bears, a knockoff either? Bear's Bear. Yeah, Bear's Bear. Oh, Fred's still making bows. It's, I don't even know if Fred's still I, alive. I think Fred would roll over <laughs> in his grave if he saw what bows they were turning out. <laughs> I got some good buddies up in Iowa, and that's all they fucking shoot are bears. 
does Drew still shoot his bear? No, he's shooting a Matthews. I shot my first or that that big deer we were talking about earlier. My so my first buck with a bow is my biggest. Growing up, we were like a meat hunting. Like if you shot a deer, in great. And if you had had antlers, awesome. Like the guy who taught me how to um, hunt was my grandpa, and he has he's killed. God knows how many elk. He went to uh, Colorado elk hunting every year. He'd never brought back the rack of an elk because that was one more trip he had to pack out. And so anyway, so that's how we were gr- growing up. And I was out there just, just, and the reason I picked up bow hunting was because I could hunt more. I, did, I didn't just want to hunt 10 days a year. Yep. Picked up bow hunting, didn't know what I was doing, got a decent mentor. He gave me his dad's bow, for, and it was a Pearson from the 90s. Old school. Yeah, with a little, like, a little, like, um, shopping cart cams, oh, like oh tiny yeah, cams. dude, both, they're tiny, tiny. Both sounded like a twenty-two going off, like, <laughs> and and it was funny. It, it just I don't even know how I killed deer back then because I was told at that time I got misinformation that all arrows were the same. So just go grab you a box, glue some tips on it, and you were good to go. I didn't even cut my arrows because they said I was going to cut my hand with the broadhead. The, yep, yep. Yep. Probably wasn't even mechanicals back then either, was it? And so Rage is just, I think it was the first year Rage came oh, out. Really? So I didn't, I wasn't running them. I ran um, the Kansas broadheads, the Magnus. Right. Yeah. So, What's well, like an old school one? Like at the Thunderhead, I think. Yeah. Like the big three blades. Yep. So I ran the foamers, the um, black hornets, uh-huh. and like I don't know why I ever switched because those are great broadheads. And so I was running those, and sitting up in a stand across the street from my house, and I, did, I again I just wanted a deer, didn't care. Yeah, like a four torn could have got it that day. Yep. And I was sitting there and kind of in a, in a oh in a funnel and basically all the tree lines in the whole section we don't have a whole lot of big timber around us right so every single tree line met up in one area i'm like well that's you know that's probably a good area and i looked i looked up and i saw an old wooden deer stand like falling apart old wooden deer stand and i was like well somebody obviously are are you talking old school like fucking built fucking two by by, yeah yeah exactly exactly and i didn't actually trust myself sitting in that stand i wouldn't be (laughs) so i hung a 10 foot ladder stand about three trees away from that one and went up there and hunted it and it was about i think the fourth sit in this stand how old are you at this uh, point uh, 15 15 so i'm 15 came over there um hunting and everything came up my dad didn't know anything about bow hunting yeah um he he deer hunted with me every year but he only rifle hunted so he helped me hang a stand and he's like i i think this is good so you know we we, we, we didn't know good enough yeah good enough we didn't know and so i was sitting up in the stand and this little little uh basket rack six point came out and i was and he kept looking like he just looked scared yeah at that time i didn't know what like you know no I didn't know clue anything, but he just i was like man that deer's scared and he kept looking back and so i was like like looking over his shoulder, looking like, over yeah. his shoulder, like what? He's just looking scared, looking over his shoulder, real tense. Yeah, and so for my birthday, I actually got um, one of the, or I don't know who makes it, but one of the like original like grunt calls. Okay. So I had like original grunt call and I had the snort wheeze. I didn't know again what to do. No, no one did. At that no point. one did, did it. And so, so I was sitting there and I knew. It, then I saw what he was looking at and it was a big deer, just real, real big deer, and I was like. I've never seen a deer that big. And so I just figured out I'd try it and I snort wheezed. Yeah. 
And I thought I did. I probably didn't, but I I, I did something. <laughs> you the call. fucking blew it, something. <laughs> I did. I blew something through the call, and still to this day, the only time that's ever worked for me. The I think he's the big deer saw the little deer and thought that's what was coming. So the yeah. little deer actually ran by me. At that time, that was the only deer I ever let walk by me, and um, the big boy just came in on a string. I mean, he was it, he put on a show. Yeah, he was pissed. He, you know, all bristled up, ears mm-hmm. pinned back. What and, time of year? Oh, it would have been average. It, I don't need exact. It was after Kansas rifle season. Okay. It was probably July. <laughs> it was probably fucking. <laughs> it was probably at one a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, spotlight batteries. Are, it, you know, inside joke. Yeah. You, you missed it. Um. So yeah, so we were sitting there, and he he came by, and about 20 yards and again i didn't know i drew way late and he looked at he just looks straight up at me and i let her fly yeah and i didn't actually find him because um he ran off lost blood yeah and everything um arrow he basically arrow stuck in his offside shoulder yep didn't find him and so it was about three weeks later on my dirt bike i actually found him no shit yeah, and he was all tore up and that's kind of the that was kind of the deal and i was you know I wouldn't so mad at that point that I was like lost a big buck. I was mad that I lost any deer. Yeah. You know, it, it, the big, the whole quote unquote big buck thing. It wasn't part of the equation. No, I, I didn't. It didn't matter. So I found him and thought, great. You know, this is awesome. Um, I took the skull back and um, my uncle at the time, our great uncle at the time, he just lopped the skull cap off and we nailed it on a plaque. We just had the skull plate. Yeah. And then we nailed that to a plaque. Yep. And that's how he was up on my wall for like, again, 15 years. Holy shit. And so he was up on my wall and I was, was like, you know, well, that's a nice deer. And then I had a couple people come over to my house and I've never real been big on scoring deer. Yeah. Um, well, so he, he, a couple people saw him and I didn't, I didn't even have a cell phone at this time. So I didn't have a picture to take with the rack, whatever. I wasn't, didn't have a cell phone. Um, yeah. And so I didn't even think about taking a picture like, you know, no. whatever. Didn't even think about it. Well, so we were sitting out there and a couple of people were like, dude, that's a nice deer. Yeah. And so I was like, then, then I was like, Oh yeah, no, thank you. And they're like, no, have you ever scored it? And I was like, no, he's like, you mind if I score it? And I was like, yeah. So I scored out at 182 inches. Shit. And so that kind of, I knew at that, you know, years later I knew what a 182 meant. And so we were sitting there and a lot more nowadays. Wait, this is your first deer. First. No, 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 no. This is my first deer with a bow. So I, I'd killed, about two deer a year up until this point. So like I'd probably shot 12, 15 deer at this yeah. point, but like that was my first, first buck with a bow. So yeah. So I always said, it was kind of cool this year. You guys got to see the picture this year. I always said, you know, someday I'm going to buy a Cape and get them mounted. And I finally did. And it, it's awesome. Back to the actual hunt. When you snort wheeze, you probably did it in the exact moment that it needed to be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I've tried it since, and it, yeah, like, again, I think it's just, like, I've always said with the rut, it just has, it's just right place, right time. That's how he acted. I mean, he, he, you know, just got all sorts of pissed off, and he came in, he was about 100 yards out in a cornfield, and he just made a abrupt left and came right. Yep. Well, and even, like, how you were saying, like, the littler buck was, like, turn, kept turning around, looking over his shoulder, like, and he was real antsy. Nowadays... You'd know exactly mm-hmm. what's going on. And I didn't even have it. So 
and I was still learning to shoot at 20 yards. Mm -hmm. So I actually put, so I moved the three pin sight as a true glow. I moved the second and third pin all the way to the bottom of the housing to get them out of the way. Yeah. And then I put out a flag, like a marker flag for yards. Yeah. So what, so you got the you got your top pin all up and then the, the other two pins are down is what you're saying. Yeah, they weren't sided in. They yeah. were just out of yeah. the way. It was a twenty pin or fucking Yeah, I was so it was a one pin side. It was a one pin side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is a, a one pin. And I stuck out a um a yard marker yep. flag at twenty yards. Yeah. And I said he's gotta be inside the flag for me to shoot him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Did it cross your mind to hold a little high if he was fucking over it? No, I wouldn't shoot. I was like, that's way too far. <laughs> and just wait till what we fucking get into and how far this fucking deer got shot. That but keep going, keep shot. going. So yeah, so got him mounted and I I wish I would have done a long time ago. Yeah, so it was awesome. So yeah, we Is that your biggest buck to date? Yes. So that that's the biggest buck to date. That's nuts. Went fifteen years. We weren't even hunting at 15. First one, I was nine with my dad. I shot him with a rifle, 30-30. Um, I wanted to be a cowboy. My dad gave me an option of 30 out. He's like, do you think you'd want to like, it was a, like, we were at some flea market, um, uh, Jacob's Cave, um, that that big kind of flea market, um, just big sale, like garage sales, yeah. like state sale yeah. type deal. And I had an option between an old, old, I don't remember what it was, but it was a 30 out six bolt action. Mm-hmm. And then this thirty thirty, and I loved westerns back then, so I wanted the cowboy gun. Like again, like we were hunting for backstraps and yeah. you know, meat, and so if it had antlers, great, great. Well, this is probably back before social media too. I feel like that kind of. I think we had Zanga. What 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 what, what, what year do you think that was? Um, it'd have been like go four oh five. Yeah, dude, a lot. We were like seven, <laughs> six, I <Yeah>. think. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like social media just not really killed, but it's like a big dick contest almost now because so, of social media. So social media took a fucking big shit a long time ago. In my opinion, it's changed it to where like it used to be, it went from like, oh, you got a deer. And then it went into naming deer. Like now they got all sorts of names for deer. See, so, I'm guilty of that. I do name deer. I do. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right. But like. Growing up, it'd be like, hey, I've seen a Big Ten out behind the woodshed. Yeah. And you just knew, hey, we're going after a Big Ten. And then it seemed like it got into the inches. Like, everyone was chasing that 200-inch deer. And then nowadays, it seems like everyone's pushing. It's either, like, bow hunters used to make fun of rifle hunters, and they still do. But now it seems like it's all public land is a big thing. Oh, you shot them on private land, you know, everything. I'm not like I love bow hunting, yeah, but I'm not just a bow hunter. Like if 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 it's anything like we got a couple hunts lined up next year, and one of them we got to go with our rifle. I'm like perfect. You'd be surprised how many people struggle with a 200 yard shot, like especially especially like with the Kansas, you know, yeah, with the winds we got here in the, right, in the Midwest, right, right. And then you can say Kansas, that's okay. fine. Okay, <laughs> so, so especially you know Kansas, <laughs> 10 mile an hour winds, not a whole lot for us. Yeah, and then but getting steady is the main game. So mm-hmm. I would say, if they've got a rest, yeah, two hundred yards, it's easy. But you be like, a lot of people talk about you know two hundred yards. Yeah, it's close if you got a good rest and if you know what you're doing. But th- there's a lot of people out there that they leave their rifle sighted in and then they go hunting. And the only time they shoot the rifle is the following year. Is the following year they might shoot it once or twice. Hey, it's good to go. Or I know a lot of people that they only shoot their rifle when it's at an animal. As long as it gets your blood, like you said, as long as yeah. it gets your blood flowing, yep. you know, go for it. 
100%. I just don't understand like how you can only be a rifle hunter though, because like, what is your season a week? It's always the first Wednesday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so some, most of the time it's December first, and then some years it's that tail end of November. Yeah. Um, I've always so being rifle hunter whenever we so the way I always ran it. If I still had my buck tag, I would go rifle hunting. Yeah. And I always preferred it in Kansas for like. That it when it was later, yep, just because that was when we seemed to run into a little bit of a second rut, yeah, seen a little bit of chasing, yep, and so, but yeah, you know, you put rifle deer gonna die when you put rifle season second weekend of the the rut's over, right? On our ranch that we that I uh, managed down there, we'll get your opinion. Would you rather have we'll call it a doe factory, which is I know some people don't allow does to be shot on their property or minimal we'll say one or two if we're talking 100 acre property they'll talk one or two deer does getting shot now again it's mm-hmm. situational on your deer herd right would you rather have we'll say extreme amount of does mm-hmm. or less does on your property in the perfect scenario i would have it a one-to-one ratio so i got a question for you guys since you've been hunting more than me I could have been talking to you about this the other day. I don't know if it was you or Colton, but I was hunting the other day. I don't know what this means because Colton thought it was weird or you. I don't remember who I was talking to, but I saw a bunch of does like off in the field that we were in, probably 300 yards away. Mm -hmm. Dude, I start rattling with just the rattle pack I have. Mm -hmm. These does come hauling ass towards me. I've rattled in. So... In the peak of the rut, rattling works great, but like you better be ready. Like I always, if I'm rattling, I always like rattle, set it down, get the bow ready. Like I even put my release on the string, get ready because they're going to come in fast. And I've been caught like not ready about four times. So why are, with why, your why pants are down? Yeah. With well, why are does coming in for a rattle? So I, I don't know. I don't have like the scientific answer, but I've noticed that quite a bit too. I almost wonder if it's they're in, maybe they're in, what, what time of year was it? This was last week. So maybe it was a tail end of that second rut. Maybe. And they were. Maybe. And they were just no like dominant bucks are going. And they, they, you know, just like elk, they probably, you know, they want to be with a dominant buck. For for by easier, I mean, they're in their pattern. They're in their summer feeding pattern. And they're typically going from, they're going, they're traveling uh, further distance. And they're going from their bedding area to their food. So if you can find out where they're going. And that, that reason I was in the stand, most of the time, I don't get in the bow stand until like middle of October. Yeah. But I had a big, um, actually, before the deer I shot this year, before the buck I shot, who moved up in the my, my hit list. Yep. But he was the number one. It was about as pretty of an eight point as it gets. So I was hunting that big, and I'm guessing him. I don't know one upper one fifties. He might he might go one sixties. So fucking as, stud. And as an eight point, he's a stud. So I knew where. So it's the way the property set up is basically a north south rectangle. I knew he was where he was bedded at and where he was feeding. Mm-hmm. Only problem is I needed exactly a northeast wind. He was smart. I mean, they don't get big by being dumb. No, nope. I needed an exact northeast wind to kill him. Anything else? I went over the Onyx maps. I sat in one of our rifle box blinds four nights. Yep, just watching him. I saw him every single night. And I was marking down on the map where he was walking, what everything. And the only way I could come up with when he was crossing the CRP field, I needed a northeast wind. 
he had it set up and this was, so he walked horizontal across the property okay so he, he came in for off the south side they yep. don't they don't hunt the, the property the south of us okay so he jumped the fence and he would walk come in about 10 yards and he would walk directly parallel to the east of the property so mm-hmm. so you can't sit so basically north south wind was blown um i tr- in that really there's no spot in that tree line that i could have got to him. right and when then i finally found out how he was bedded about 30 yards across the fence so i knew i couldn't walk there's no chance i could walk into the fence get set up and he he would have heard me yeah it wouldn't, it yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't happen and so then so then i had a spot picked out and i was actually going to sit in a chair just in the middle of crp and he was either going to be at five yards or he was going to be at nothing. And he never, he didn't show up those two nights. About as soon as that, about mid October, when he started switching to his fall pattern, he went like, he basically, he went to the neighbors. And so we knew where he was, but he was on the neighbors and like, I don't have a big faith that they're going to kill a big deer. Yeah. Like great guys, but I don't, I don't think they're killing a big deer. And so I saw him actually mid November and this is that big eight. Uh huh. But saw him that morning that I actually shot my buck. I saw him at about 70 yards and he was moving fast. Never, he was in, in the, you know, buck brush, never got a shot at him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw him chasing a doe. And so I was like, okay, well, he's made it this long. This is second weekend, second Saturday in November. Yep. Made it this far. And I was like, man, he's even bigger, you know, just as big as I thought he was. You know, I seen him in velvet and all that. And, but that morning, like, you know, it's interesting you talk about, you know, the big 160-inch deer or the one, one, the old 130. Yeah. Two days prior to that, we got a daytime picture of about the oldest deer I've ever seen. And he was, the we called him the big six. So he was the biggest forkhorn I have ever seen. And after that moment, I said, that's the deer I want. I yeah. said, if he steps out, I'm, I'm taking him. And so if you remember that second Saturday yep. of November, how cold it got. And... So I was sitting there and just froze. Like I froze that morning, only saw one button buck that morning and the big eight. I, I guess I saw the big eight and a doe and, you know. Tree stand or ground blind? A ground blind. Um, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. But I was in the ground blind and I, I was one of them see-through blinds. Yeah, the, uh, what are they called? Double bulls. That's it. And love the double bull, but it doesn't stop the wind. From about knees up, it's that mesh just wind rips through it. Only complain of the double bowl. And so anyways, I about 1030, I realized I can't even pull my bow back. It was freezing. It was a t- like 21 degrees and it only got colder throughout the day. So I actually ran home about an hour drive and I put on everything I owned. And so I went back out in the stand, got in the stand about 1230, finally warm up, put on everything I own, get back down to the place. And it's about, I think one o'clock I get back down and, um, one o'clock. You're making good time. Yeah, I made good time. Yeah, didn't really mess around. Let the dog out or whatever. But got back down there, and it's about a half mile walk to the stand. Mm-hmm. By the time I got there, I was soaked in sweat. Just had everything I owned on, yep. soaked in sweat. So then I'm mad, and so I get in the blind and actually strip down, trying like you know, yeah, air it out. Air really, it out. yeah. So I'm in my base layers with all the zips unbuttoned, you know, bibs all the way down around my ankles. You have to. Yep letting her air out and I'm sitting here and I was actually like, I was mad. Cause I was like, there's nothing going to come by me right now. And, um, don't what, you hate that fucking feeling? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I was like, I don't even know why I'm sitting here. Hate it. I was like, it's one o'clock. I'm soaking sweat. I'm going to freeze once sun, sun starts going down. And then about 20 minutes later, I hear something grunt 
And I was just like, I think that was a deer. Yeah. And then I hear it again. I'm like, well, they're grunting that much. It must be another hunter. Cause I'm probably, oh, we got a mutual agreement to stay off the property line. So I'm probably a hundred yards off the property line. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, like, decent. that's pretty close. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And so I was like, I, and I can't see the property line. I can't shoot the property right. line and everything. So I was like, well, it could be another hunter, but then it's moving. And mm. I was like, and it's just sounded like a, like a Angus bull coming through, whatever, just real loud, real low. And I was like, just, you know, dominant buck. And so I get my bow ready and everything. And I knew to the food plot that we planted was 52 yards to the opposite side of it. And so I run a 27 yard, I got a slider site. Yep. Run a, I keep it at 27 because mm-hmm. my bow's running 305. And so shoot a little high out to 40, hold a little low to 20, and I'm yep. good to go. Yep. Well, next thing I know, I hear the grunt like right there. Mm-hmm. And this doe comes in. And she sneaks in the timber on the other side of the food plot. And I'm like, and I can see she's all swelled up. She's full peak estrus, peak rut. And I was like, I hope he, she doesn't lead the buck in there because I, I wouldn't have a shot. She's yeah. in the timber. Well, he starts, I see this tree start shaking and the buck's right there. And then I noticed the big forks. And I said, that's a big six. And he's just fucking raking he's, or what? Yeah, he's raking a tree, just yeah. smoking it. And I had an estrus um, scent drip one of the like the yeah yeah, the, yeah, and, yeah. He, and the wind actually switches straight to my back so it's blowing right at him and he sticks his nose up in there and i'm like i'm blown yep but he had that doe right there on him didn't want to leave her didn't you know what day was this it's a saturday so it had been september and sorry november 12th okay and yeah you're right in the money yeah right in the money and he he's i know he smelled me he had to have and he didn't care she was right there and he was not leaving her and so he steps out and he's walking and just like you're saying with that, like the, the map, I let out two like grunts map. He wouldn't stop. And, and so it was 52 yards, let it, let her fly. And the whole time he's looking at that doe, like, again, he wouldn't get more than five, five foot away from her. Yeah. I let her fly and I heard the what? Yeah. You I, hear the pop. Yeah. And I saw, and I shoot, um, lime green fletching, just, mm-hmm. I shoot three lime green fletching just to make sure I can see it. And I saw it flying sunk in the ribs i know he took a step i didn't lead him enough he took a step back of the rib cage and i was like well ribs i've always thought if there's ribs there's lungs yep and he jumps and like you're saying it was like a grim reaper promo video he is just dumping blood the first only time i've ever had this happen he jumps jump kicks does a 180 dumping blood the whole time gets just out of sight makes it about 10 foot i'm like he's gonna fall over right goes there. back the way he came back the way he came okay dumps fight he's just, i can see through the timber where he is yeah and he's standing there just leaking like a sieve and then he turns around slow turns around slow walks walks not fast walk just slowly walks. yep right back to the doe i'm watching him bleed just and he's acting like nothing happened is he he walks right back to where i shot i shot him and i said well i'm gonna shoot till he falls over and so I lot knocked another arrow for sure. Sent another one flying, but this time I am shaking like a leaf. I forgot my hold, mm-hmm. and it, I thought it went right underneath him and ended up hitting his leg. What release are you shooting? Uh, the knock on. So he gets out there. So I, I think I miss him low. Yeah, didn't end up missing him low. Hit him right about the shin bone. Not a good shot. Just I was shaking. Well, then he jumps, jumps into the woods about five foot, then stands there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was telling you on the text, he's standing there. And I'm watching his side just turn red. 
mm-hmm. just red. And I'm like, fall over. And, and take, I, take a dump, bud. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, and actually another forkhorn ran his doe off, and he didn't follow her. Really? I'm like, okay, like, we're, we're golden. Yeah, he's got to be hurting yeah. it if, if he's not fucking on the doe. Yeah, and so then he sat there, and he basically slowly walked off. I think I bet, I think it took him 20, it's th- thick timber, and it took him 20 yards to make it 10 foot to get out of sight. Sorry, 20 minutes to get yeah, 10 no, foot out of sight. I know what you meant. And at that time, my heart just sinks. Because I go. That, I saw, it was the first for you. Like, yeah, first that far. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, I've never shot a deer this far. No. And like I said, 52 yards. I, I practice out to 80, which doesn't mean nothing. You know, it's not a hunting situation. And so I was sitting there. I felt confident on the shot and everything. And I was sitting here going, I smoked him. I ran a four-blade Grim Reaper, passed through, through the ribs. And I was actually... 30 minutes before he went out of sight. And so then I just thought I was like, it had to been, it had to been too far back and I hit guts. And so then I said, guts or liver. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give him another hour and I'm backing out of the farm. And so that's when I, you know, waited another hour, got back in the truck, even waited another 30 minutes, just checking every single deer track, whatever, what replaying it. So then I just decided after talking with the deer, professional deer tracker that had a dog he goes if you even think it hit liver give him overnight right well then i was worried because we got a bad coyote problem down there and deer typically that we've left overnight are just shredded by the time we get them in the morning so we get up you know i I give them overnight and get back down there about nine o'clock in the morning and i never even went after my arrow so i mean once i shot him i saw him bleeding i said you know what he could be sitting 40 yards up there bedded down you know with a liver shot i didn't even want to push him at all didn't go look for my arrow didn't go look for blood and at that point like you know then you start questioning yourself how much was he really bleeding you left everything didn't you yeah i left jacket bow every every backpack everything yeah i'm surprised i still have my phone And, (laughs) and so then anyways we get back down there the next morning and we're finding like five gallon buckets of blood for the first 20 yards where he backtracked and then came back, first 20 yards, we had a three-foot wide blood trail. From where got shot, spun the 180, mm-hmm. went. Damn. He So, so yeah. So, and then we ended up tracking him, and we only lost blood one time, and it's really because we got ahead of ourselves, and we thought he went straight or yeah. to the right, and he actually just turned left. And he ended up going 80 yards total, and he was – as froze as he was, I think he was dead before I left the farm. I think I actually caught, he must have been at a full inhale because I caught both lungs and liver. Really? Yeah. Yeah, when we, we end up gutting him out, he, he went. Uh, yeah. B- uh, but double lung. But no, it was cool. So when we sent off the jaw, he actually came back at 10, 10 and a half years old. Holy, Holy shit. Yeah, he was an old, old deer. Damn. Yeah. How, how much did this deer weigh? Uh... Over 250. I mean, he he was full rutted up. We got a lot of food down there for him. We got a lot, a lot of food down there it's for a him. fucking cow. Yeah. <laughs> 30% of its food plots. All right. You find him. Yep. And, you, I, and I don't think he laid down because there wasn't a whole lot of blood where we found him. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't like, it looked like it was in a pretty straight line we were tracking him. So from when you found him, there wasn't much blood? So where his body was, there was no blood. What was the gap? From, I guess, last blood or... 
So, oh, it was about three, like three foot. So like you could, oh, still, okay. but it was zigzagging. So uh-huh. he was in a straight line. Then it started zigzagging and we looked up and there was like a little blood spot. And then it looked like he just topped toppled over. Right yeah. There. Yeah. But he made it about 80 yards. Dude, he's a big fucking six. Yeah. He's a big fucking deer. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I would have loved to seen him like five years ago because, and then the, cool part is so in that that part of the country you know everyone knows you know just about everybody yep and i got a i get a text from an an outfitter down there i didn't know the number but i knew knew who the outfitter was he goes hey i heard you killed the big six and i said yeah i did and he goes when are you getting it mounted and i said yeah and he goes can i see it once it gets mounted he goes he his home property or home base was two and a half miles east of there he said we have pictures of him all the time yep. and he goes we've been after him for four years no shit yeah he's like he's been a big he, he like at one point i think he was a big eight and then he just went downhill but kept his frame what's you got in, a picture of this here yeah i don't think you sent me it yes i did on text yep he had a 20 no, 25 look. and a half inch spread give me your phone literally the last photo of a deer is the one you killed get out of that damn that's a six. What do you want? Let me take a pause real quick. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. Again, I'm after old, and I've got my 182-inch deer out of the way. Like, again, and I say that, like, I'm going to take any 170 that walks by. Right. But I'm after age at this point. Like, and again, unique deer is cool. Like, we've had deer that was just, uh, like, a big, like, he had two crab claws. Yeah. So he'd only been another six-pointer, but he just was real heavy, palmated on both sides. Yep. And I just want unique. Like, I just think that's that's just cool. Now, if there's a four-year-old one, you know, just an absolute giant, Mm -hmm. cool. And I'm not saying, you know, depending on where you're at in the country, a 160 could be a giant. But I've been lucky and been blessed. I've seen a lot of big, big deer. Yeah. And I've had the chance to kill a lot, a lot of big, big deer. So, I only, right now, if if I'm going to shoot a buck, I'm going to shoulder mount it. And I I don't want to have, I've already, you know, Oh, one of the early first nice buck I shot went like 132. Mm-hmm. And so I got him shoulder mounted. And that was that's kind of my <clears throat> I'm only mountain deer right now that are really old, really cool, or just really big. And yeah. so if I when I see that four-year-old that if if I saw a four-year-old 160, I'm gonna think, hey, if I give him two more years, that two or three more years, that that's the next two hundred. Yeah. And so that's kind of I haven't broken the 190 or 200 inch mark. And I'm kind of, that's kind of my next chase right uh, now. And again, it just depends. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, four year and a half year olds, mature deer. I think from a management standpoint, if you can let three and a half year olds go, it's best. Obviously it's best to let them get five and a half, right. six and a half, As, whatever. Yeah. If you can just get them past that three and a half year old stage, cause it's not uncommon in Kansas. Two of our neighbors, both shot them. We saw them grow up. They were, like 150 inch three and a half year olds. And so, I mean, but again, you know, we got corn fed, you know, corn and bean fed deer, you know, we got, it's not uncommon for us to get a two year old to waste, you know, 180 pounds. We, I actually passed on a buck as a 10 pointer this year. He was in that age range, but he just had nothing for, you know, just spaghetti noodles for, for antlers. And I just, the drought hit a lot of deer this year, but normally we've got tons of food for him. Yep. And this year with the no rain, we went 12 weeks without rain right during our grow, growing season. Everything burnt up. So we almost, we didn't have hardly any food for them. And, you know, trying to combat that with some supplemental feeding, but that's just, it's hard to do. 
And it so, is. Yeah. So we got a lot. We we definitely did get hit. We like our big deer were still big, but our like you know the the deer that normally this year and you know I was hoping that might be a good thing. Let the younger bucks, you know, they don't look as impressive and people aren't going to shoot them. Right. Exactly. Coop. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. You want me to hit him with some rapid fire? Hoping to Let's find this deer in the morning. That's all I'm yeah. hoping for. We'll see. Let's hear it. <laughs> Tree stand or ground blind? Tree stand. Fixed blade or mechanical? Mechanical for deer, fixed blade for elk. That ain't fair. Pick one. <laughs> uh, just because I've had good luck, mechanicals. All right. Next question. Deer or elk? Uh, deer. Um, born and raised. Fair enough. If you could hunt one state for deer, what state's it going to be? State that I haven't hunted yet? It doesn't matter. Dream state. Dream state, um, Ohio. I'm taking Iowa. Yeah, Iowa's hard to beat. So is fucking Illinois. Yeah. Dude, that's that like, whole corn belt. That whole fucking area right there. It's good. What else? What else, Coop? Um, du- man. Ducks or bucks? Uh, ducks or bucks? I'm going bucks. Geese or bucks? Geese. So for for geese, for me, that gets me real revved up because it's they get hunted all the time around here, and so like again, they're they're dumb till you start hunting them. Geese, geese seem dumb till you start hunting them, and for you, for me especially, like when you get them back flapping about ten foot in front of the blinds, that's that's when it's just you know you tricked them. That's when it's awesome, and you're getting a ten pound bird hit the ground. It's awesome. Fucking also, a. where can the people find you on uh, social media? Uh, Instagram's Pulling Wool ninety three. So um, yeah, Pulling Wool ninety three or Colton Walls. And I'll I'll drop it in the drop it in the description. Too. Oh yeah, I'll we'll take care it. of them. Perfect. Yeah, but guys, loved it. Love to be back. Thanks for having me. We good? Yeah, I think good. I think we covered Sweet. everything. All right, guys, I appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next week. See ya.